0: It's at the moon
1: Behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Live from the Hill, our very own Jamie Dupree with the latest news from D.C. All right, he's the most connected man in Washington, D.C., the one and only Jamie. You're not even in D.C. You're in Vegas, are not you? In Vegas here at the Venetian on the Strip waiting for tonight's uh, Republican debate.
0: Got in yesterday, managed to make it to uh, both the Marco Rubio rally and the Donald Trump event. You know, they talk about Vegas headliners. Well... Trump should have been the Vegas headliner last night because he probably had the biggest event of anybody on the Vegas Strip last night. Uh, over actually in the same room, Sean, where Leon Spinks defeated Muhammad Ali in 1978. Back oh. then it was called the Vegas Hilton. Uh, he drew about four to 5,000 people there last night for, you know, pretty good turnout and
1: everything like well, that. Listen, and, Vegas is not your typical town to get a big turnout. Because if you want to see a show or a concert... You can see one every night of the week in Vegas. So, no, it- absolutely. In fact, the cab, one of
0: my cab drivers, said there's a debate this week. So, you know, it's it's this is one of the few places I think you can have a big gathering like this no. in terms of politics, and not everybody is really clued in that it's going on.
1: Uh, the big news among everybody that has been writing me and on social media is what's going to happen with Trump and Cruz tonight. I don't know. Remember a few uh, debates ago, we
0: were all wondering, oh, it's going to be a big showdown between Trump and Ben Carson, and then it did not happen. I don't think this is going to happen either. That's yeah, my that's prediction. Yeah, that's my sort of thought. Now, I, I would assume that CNN will try to roll a few things out there to get them to go against each other. I just still get the sense that Cruz is going to uh, hold off on that as much as he can. Trump last night in his rally, while he he sort of went after the Republicans in general, did not go after anyone by name. And so it was not a scorched-earth approach yesterday. You know, I I, I wonder if the Trump, uh, you know, organization sort of got the blowback from not only conservatives but also on talk radio that some of the stuff that he was starting to to get into about Cruz was not winning a lot of friends, really.
1: And here's the—I think if—look, here I I don't think what Cruz said in private was that bad. He said, I like Trump, but this is why I think I'm going to win, basically. And while I think there's a natural arc to the campaign, and and you know, look, that was his analysis of it. I didn't hear any attack against Trump in the comment that Cruz made, and I think the feeling is, well, wait a minute. From conservatives, is Ted Cruz is the guy that stood up and and filibustered, and Ted Cruz was pushing his party to do to follow up on the promises, and so he's not viewed as Jeb Bush.
0: Yeah, and and the other thing is I'll go back to that story I told you about last week about Cruz speaking at the Heritage Foundation, and the more I think about this story, the more I understand it. The fact that the people at Heritage, not reporters, but the people at Heritage would push Cruz to talk about that story, to talk about his criticism of Trump, and to try to draw him out more, and really, I think, to spark a battle between the two of them, because I think that there are conservatives— in the Republican Party who still earnestly feel that Donald Trump does not represent them and is not a conservative and they want to do all they can to stop him, and they see Ted Cruz as the best option there. So bottom line tonight, could there be? Sure, there could be some exchanges between the two of them, but I don't know. Trump has sort of operated under, other than taking broad swipes at people at the far end of the debate, uh, you know, stage that really don't pose a big threat to him, he hasn't particularly gone after anyone who's been
1: close to him. He leaves that. If they attack him, then he'll return the favor. Listen, I, I would expect that Trump is going to probably have a similar debate performance I don't think I think look up Ted Cruz telegraphed what his plan is that he's gonna bear hug everybody and he's not getting involved every time the media says oh what about Donald Trump oh what about this one he says I'm not getting involved that's you ask them about it and I think that's actually been a pretty smart strategy and, and lay out your own vision and your own plans for the future see I don't think Trump can hold himself back though it may not be
0: tonight but I still think if the numbers if the numbers stay in Trump's favor then that's one thing if the numbers don't stay in Trump's favor in Iowa I just can't see how he can hold back. He did hold back last night, but he was starting to really go there in a rally at the end of last week
1: in Iowa, and then again on the Sunday shows. Yeah, I think, the, I think the, f- the, the comments that upset people were more the comments that he made on Chris Wallace's show on Fox News Sunday. He did blow a bit of a dog whistle, I have to say, uh, he Trump about
0: Cruz and his religion, much in the way that he blew it uh, about uh, Ben Carson and his religion just sort of laid it out there at a rally uh but i I think that uh you know trump one of the things about him is that he cannot stand uh to be in second place and uh if if cruz is able to stay ahead in the polls in iowa i think we see a different dynamic but again your question is is the right one what about tonight rather than what happens in the future well
1: Levin and rush raised good questions rush went on and he said well that raises a red flag for me if he's attacking a, a fellow conservative in the race and levin says well do you think all conservatives are maniacs and and because uh, it wasn't just it wasn't just ted cruz it was his comments on scalia and and some other issues well and this is why i've always said uh that when you look at trump and you look at his record he
0: is a deal maker you know, and he was being critical of Cruz for not making deals. I mean, again, Trump is the one. There's nobody else in this race that's given money to Rahm Emanuel, there's nobody else in this race that's given money to the Cook County Democratic Party or to Hillary Clinton, etc. And you can say, yeah, Trump's a businessman, but he's also the only one who's done that. And I think for it's it's been sort of it's gotten less attention. But for a lot of conservatives, it still is a worry, I think. We'll see whether or not it comes out tonight.
1: Well, I think this is do or die night for a lot of other candidates, because this is the last debate of the year, and there's only one more debate before the Iowa caucus. Two,
0: two. We've oh, added. Are there one. two? When are they Are the other one? We've added one on January the 14th. It'll be in Charleston, South Carolina. Who's doing uh, that gonna, debate? Fox, uh, B- Fox Business Fox is doing Business. that one. Okay. And then on the 28th, there's one in Iowa, just, uh, what, four or five days before the Iowa caucuses. Who's doing so that, that one? Um, you know, I don't know off the top of my head. So there's two more to come uh, before Iowa. Do you Iowa. know how
1: hard it is to j- stump Jamie on this program? I, I just stumped
0: you. I'm very proud of that. And then there's one the Saturday before New Hampshire. So that's three in less than a month there. I would assume that we will have, you know, some people drop out after Iowa, but... Uh, I don't think anybody's going to go anyplace until then, because I still think some of the people who are focused you know, on New Hampshire are going to let that play out before they decide what to do. Those
1: would be sort of the, uh, you know, the Chris Christie's and the John Kasich's. The female shooter in San Bernardino, uh, Tashfeen Malik, uh, apparently sent Facebook messages pledging her support for the Islamic Jihad and hoping to join the fight one day. And yet it was the policy of the Obama Homeland Security Secretary, Jay Johnson. He apparently made the decision himself, fearing a civil liberties backlash and bad public relations. He actually was forbidding and and refused uh, in early 2014 to... to actually look at social media people coming into this country yeah Marco Rubio addressed that
0: at his rally yesterday here in Vegas Rubio said something to the effect of you know how can you not look at this stuff he said anybody that we hire in our office uh, in the Senate uh, everybody gets that stuff looked at and I think pretty much most private businesses operate that way oh, before we put you on my show i mean we did a full <laughs> background <laughs> check on you exactly and so no. uh, i think for for the republicans this is one of those head shaker kind of things that they don't understand and obviously i think the administration's going to get a lot of pressure to change that i mean we, we you know i think people can understand you don't want to make that your only thing but it's like everything else if you do a quick google search sometimes you come up with something that maybe you might not have seen before
1: um, Obama declared ISIS media headquarters off-limit to U.S. bombers. Uh, then we have this story, that's a follow-up to the story that Obama chose not to bomb the financial resources, the oil wells. And add to that, hundreds of Syrian refugees have been have found uh, on their cell phones images celebrating jihad and holding up heads and all sorts of gruesome images. That raises a lot of new questions, and all John Kerry could say is we know who's coming into our country for the most part. Certainly, I think we're going to hear an awful lot about those issues. I don't know,
0: you know, in a debate you always seem to miss something or something gets left behind, but I would think tonight in the debate there'll be a lot of talk not only about how do you take the fight to the Islamic State, what do you do about the Syrian refugee issue. I would assume the uh, Trump's Muslim ban uh, would come up at some point in time. So there's a lot of different things that could come up tonight in Vegas that certainly there's not that many dramatic differences between the Republican candidates, but there certainly are differences between the GOP and the president. Isn't there supposed to be
1: a debate about foreign policy uh i don't think
0: that this one's expressly on foreign policy that's what
1: i heard i'd heard it was mostly going to be about that although other issues would come up according to wolf wolfly blitzer i would assume that there will be a lot of that now Rand paul had an interesting
0: uh uh, thing earlier today, he held a little rally over at his headquarters here in Vegas. He went after Marco Rubio and said, basically, this is Rand Paul paraphrasing. He says there's just no difference between Marco Rubio and Hillary Clinton. And I've, Rand Paul's people also put out a video previewing him getting ready for the debate and using an old uh, exchange between him and Rubio. So I guess that tells me that Rand Paul not only is probably going to
1: focus a little on Donald Trump, but also on Marco Rubio as well. Yeah. Well, cr- well, Rand was on this program the other day and I said what is this Bash Marco Day so he obviously set his sights on going after Marco Rubio One of the reasons... Not only him, but also some of his surrogates, too.
0: I've noticed that uh, Justin Amash, the Republican lawmaker from Michigan, a member of Congress who is a big Rand Paul supporter, has been out after Rubio for a long time and uh, hitting him hard on Twitter just about every chance he gets.
1: Don't you think, though, this is do or die tonight for a lot of candidates in reality, in truth? No, I
0: don't. Um, So you think somebody at 3% can come back in the polls and, and become a player? No, I don't. But I don't think that any of them are going to give it up after tonight, even if they don't well, I'm through. not talking
1: about breaking through, because uh, nobody's going to get out before Iowa. And, and certainly I guess the only p- thing I'd say is that Rick Santorum at this time, four
0: years ago, yeah. when we got into the debate was, I want to say, in Sioux City, Iowa, I think, this just about this time, four years ago. Yeah. Uh, nobody gave him any chance. He was way down in the polls. All the focus was on Newt and, and on Mitt Romney. And then suddenly, in the next four or five weeks, Rick Santorum came out of nowhere and won. Now, I'm not saying the same thing is going to happen here, but I think a number of them would look at that and say, I've at least got to give it a chance. Now, do we give them a very good chance? No. If we we were able to lay down some money here in Vegas on who would win, I don't think many of those people in the bottom tier would get that much of a chance. Have you bet any
1: money yet so far?
0: I did stop by the blackjack table and had an interesting conversation with... How long did the stop by last? Uh, like seven minutes, uh, mainly, earlier Seven today. hours at the blackjack no, table? Se- uh, wish. You know, just seven minutes. But the, the guy was an immigrant, yeah. and uh, we were talking about the debate, and I asked him you know, who his, favorite, uh, pre- uh, who his favorite president was. Well, he volunteered it, that it was Ronald Reagan. And I said, well, why Ronald Reagan? He said, well, he let me in the country. So it must have been courtesy of the 1986 immigration uh, law. So that was sort of interesting. By the way, which but Ronald Reagan viewed as one of his biggest mistakes, as a Simpson side note, Mazzoli, I believe it was that's called, or uh, Al Simpson of Wyoming and uh, Romano Mazzoli of I think well, he you was did, from uh, so Louisville, So you, you literally stopped by the blackjack table just to interview the dealer. No, he started. He, he kept asking me questions. I just wanted to bet, but uh, he wanted to and talk. Did so. you did you win or did you
1: lose? I broke even. The last time I was in Vegas, when we were there for the show for K-Dawn, I lost like $1,000 in five minutes, and I said, all right, I'm done. That would be a problem. Now,
0: one other quick story. Last night, when we were at the Trump rally, we were in this media area. They roped us off, and we were not allowed to go out and interview uh, Trump supporters during the event. But after it was over, the the Trump people refused to let us out. It was 45 minutes after the event had ended, and we were still not being allowed to leave. Was that just the media people? Yeah, um, well. the news reporters. Unless we promised that we would not try to interview any any, um, any Donald
1: Trump supporters at the event. First time I've ever seen anything like that. It was very odd. Actually, I find that highly entertaining because, you know what, the, the media is not exactly held in high esteem anymore in this country. I know, but That's the hilarious. thing is,
0: literally, I had to pledge that I was going to walk to the door because <laughs> I wanted to go back to my hotel to write my stories. Right. Uh, when all I had to do was walk out that door and there were about 300 uh Donald Trump supporters out there that I could have interviewed if I wanted to, Uh, but there's a real sort of behind-the-scenes battle going on between the Trump people who are being overly aggressive with shutting down the news media. I know we don't win any points in this battle, but just a little behind-the-scenes
1: story for everybody there. Well, I read that there was a little bit of a melee at that event
0: um there were look there were hecklers and who got up and demonstrators and my thought always is about that if you are going to go to a political event and jump up and start yelling at the candidate
1: then you better be ready to be clocked over the head and dragged out by your ear if you're going to do that actually, I actually think that's a probably good advice for people all right jamie dupree the most connected man in washington thank See you, you sean
0: sir.